As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel wanna know, and they wanna know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, 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 now. And what's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we take a look at weird and uh, forgotten pieces of media, and then we decide if they should be tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again, or remembered for all of human history. My name is Steve, and with me, he was uh, left out of the wizard of the day because he was just too in your face. It's... Oh, it's yeah, hell. I was I was too radical even for the nineties. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, too much uh, jolt cola and surge. You're just uh, too much. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And and the strange religious views. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the, the the main issue Nickelodeon had. <laughs> You're a snake handler, right? Or a Santeria? Well, yeah, one of those yeah. Things? Or well, what do they do? They yeah, sure. <laughs> <Pick one>. yeah. <laughs> oh man! So wow, uh, Nick Arcade. Uh, were you? Uh, you must have been a huge fan since uh, everyone should go watch your video that you released how long ago now what's it been a couple years like like three years ago yeah Mm -hmm. i I, when i watched it last night to like reacquaint myself with the history i was like jarred by how awful i looked uh, three (laughs) years ago i have since then slipped out a little bit got a little better shape sleeping a little more it's good times but uh yeah there's a video i put on nick arcade uh it's called the story of nick arcade and it has an interview uh in it with one of the co-creators mm-hmm. of nick arcade mm-hmm. so it's got a lot of stuff in it that um i haven't really seen any had not seen anywhere before a few websites have kind of uh re rewarded my video a- as an article but hmm. eh, no big deal. oh no you need to rain down hellfire and brimstone nah, that, that's fair use to me that's <laughs> totally fair. yeah right uh well man well that's awesome that you got to talk to one of the co-creators i just you know, one of these days I'd like to speak to a contestant. But for now, uh, why don't we just, uh, well, I guess uh, more importantly, um, I mean, you I mean, you must have been a huge fan from the beginning when it came out in order to do this video, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I loved Nick Arcade. It was like one of my first times ever seeing a Neo Geo game. <laughs> right. uh, wait, wait. Outside of a magazine. E- even picture. before, uh, wait, what was the show that we already sort of, uh, Video Power. This is kind of along the same lines as Video Power, right? Man, I think I barely ever caught video power oh, though. I, I was uh, the only one who watched. I, I definitely it. have have more memories of Nick Arcade. Like I think they used to play this, and then wow, then Crazy Kids right afterwards. Mm-hmm. It was like a block mm-hmm. at one point, but they've re-aired it in a bunch of different kind of uh, combinations. But what about you? Oh yeah, I, I love this show. I mean, this was around that sort of time of uh, VR, which we've already explored in depth with like Lawnmower Man and uh, VR. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> VR. In quotes. And uh, just the idea of going inside uh, the video game, I mean, whew, it just ignited my imagination. Right. And uh, even when you, know, when you get to it, I mean, back then I thought it was awesome. I mean, now, you know, it's just all, you know, green screen and whatnot, um, but uh, still cool. But really, I think... Um, I also enjoyed uh, watching the kids play the video games on there. How about you? Yeah, yeah. I I think like I think I even mentioned my video like it's easily the, like the second favorite, most popular part of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always funny to see like what games kids play, and I, I will get into that a little later because I have some questions saved for another segment. But 
Why don't we uh, go ahead and talk a little bit about who made this happen? Oh, yeah. Good, uh, good, good segue there. Um, all right. Um, just to uh, clarify exactly what we're watching here, it's uh, Nick Arcade, also known as Nickelodeon Arcade, ran from January uh, 4th, um, uh, 1991 to November 6th, 1992. Uh, no, wait, that's not correct. It's January 4th, 1992 to November 6th, 1992. Two seasons. 84 episodes, and we are watching season one, episode 18, which uh, may seem random, but uh, <laughs> we'll explain it later. And this episode is known as, uh, it's weird, if you go on IMDb, they're all sort of broken up by the names of the people in the, in the team. That's like the title of the episode. Mm-hmm. And this one is uh, Ruben and Brenda versus LJ and Jennifer with a G. Have you ever <laughs> known any Jennifers with a G? Uh, well, she, she was on the opposing, no, I haven't, but she was on the opposing team. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was on the red team. Well, she, I, I suspect that she changed her name and went into hiding after the trouncing, uh, <laughs> that she got. Whoa, whoa, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll save that for later. But yeah, I, um, I had a lot of, or a hard time finding like specific information about, uh, when this episode actually uh, aired. But I found, like, someone posted in the comments in the uh, Nick Arcade wiki that this was taped November of 1991. Um, so, uh, and uh, I guess it aired later. Uh, we'll, <laughs> hopefully we'll find out later. But in case you... Well, they, they were filming, like, several uh, sure. know, a day. So Absolutely. I'm sure, you know, some of these didn't air for months and months. Uh, and uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Nick Arcade or were perhaps too young, here's a synopsis. Two teams vie for a chance to go inside a video game. And uh, do you want to take the uh, the created buy and all that stuff? Uh, sure. All right, go for it. So, uh, I mean, there's a few creators listed, but the main two is Karim uh, Mitef and um, uh, James Bethea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kareem, I think is actually how it's pronounced. I keep mispronouncing it. Uh, I was, you must be <laughs> a be huge fan of Karim Abdul-Jabbar, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kareem, um, was, uh, previously he had worked on a show called Total Panic. And I don't know why that's not listed on his IMDb because his work on there basically is what, uh, kind of predated or set up Nick Arcade because he ended up creating a similar type interactive game for that show. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in something called Launchbox, which I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, and You to You, he was a producer in another show. On, these are all show, Nickelodeon shows that I don't remember. Um, so, so, yeah, and I, I do vaguely recall from when I was researching him that, you know, he's he's had some other work that he's done uh, with, like, technical assets, creating software and that kind of thing that's used in television production, uh, which is kind of how he ended up falling into Nick Arcade anywhere. So he wasn't, like, a necessarily a TV, a, a guy trying to get into TV. Mm-hmm. So and it seems like he didn't happens. stay in it for too long. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so uh, who's the other guy? And then, uh, well, then uh, James Bethea. Uh, hold on, let me pull up my notes. Well, I, I could take James it. Um, he was a okay. former head of a programming for our favorite dead network, uh, UPN, uh, the United Paramount <laughs> Network, uh, which we've already reviewed a few of those shows, um, Marker. Uh, and um, what was the other one we did? Uh, how could I 
What was uh, nowhere? Yeah, man. nowhere, man. Too well. Nowhere, man. Was nowhere, good. man was awesome. Marker was eh, well. You'll just have to check it out for yourself if you're. Well, it's marker. Well, it starts stars Richard. Yeah, I mean that's, that's all you need to know, really. Uh, so he oversaw uh, while he was there. He oversaw Star Trek Voyager, Dilbert, uh, Moesha, yep. and then for Nickelodeon, he created Slime Time Live uh, and uh, Teen Nick Spin the Bottle, which I heard. That is that uh, one Nick executive's favorite game. You know, the one that got, you know, indicted. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's like his favorite yes, one. Uh, <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's a producer of Silk Stockings. <laughs> 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 God, I really hate that joke. You keep though. bringing it up. Okay. You won't let it die. <laughs> I feel like you're expecting it. I, I, well, thank you. I was expecting it. Uh, but um, is this does this count as a Star Trek connection? No, no. He he, because he's just like barely. You know, he has nothing. To do. Okay, hey, you you're know, the runs you're the you're the Trekkie, so I'll uh, abide by your will here. Um, but anything else to add about James Bethea? No, no, not really. Uh, you you covered. It. I was going to bring up the Voyager thing. Um, but uh, outside of that, you know, we have then the third man main person is uh, Phil Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the host of Nick Arcade. Um, I think he does an awesome, awesome yeah. job as the he's host. Good. Um, yeah, and uh, he's been in uh, like a few other things, but not really like that that many. Um, I think the he, the other thing that I saw he had like the most episodes of was Ryan's Mystery Playdate. That... Ryan's like that YouTube kid that does the toy. I know books. him. It was, like forty two episodes. It was a... I know him well. All right. Well, he's had a few uh, other appearances. Uh, he does some conventions still from time to time. Um, and uh, yeah, the only other person I can think of that might be worth mentioning is the announcer mm-hmm. and Andrea, mm-hmm. uh, Andrea Lively. Um, she doesn't really have anything in her uh, IMDb other than she was Miss Watson on one episode of Superboy. <laughs> yeah, I got that. And she yeah. was a hostess on Holy Man. Yeah, so. I wonder if Holy Man and Bible Man either teamed up or did battle with one another. We'll have, we'll have mm. to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got distracted. Yes, yes, there could only be one man of the cloth. I believe that's the eleventh commandment. Right, right, right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, so Steve, are you ready to get into into the episode? We yeah, watched? yeah. Let's or... uh, let's do it. Welcome to your feature presentation. Oh, well, so you said you interviewed one of those producers. Which one was it? I I didn't interview him. Uh, A guy I know had interviewed him, Uh, and he basically gave me all the raw footage so I could come through him. And then he did give me his um, uh, email, and I did, like, some follow-up questions, but I didn't do, like, the interview with him. Oh, man. Well, I really wish we had uh, someone here who had actually, you know, been there at Nick Arcade in order to tell us what it was like to go inside the game. Maybe we should just quit podcasting right now and, you know, and hang it up. Yeah, we should have gotten someone. <laughs> I got an idea. I got an idea. I, I can be that guy for you. What? I can be that guy. Who? who? What, what is going on here? Where, where is that voice coming from? It's coming from me. I know I look a little different. But I was the short black dude with the high top in the video you just watched. Ruben? Ruben Irvin? That's me! <laughs> That's me! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for 
this is unprecedented. For the first time ever in Obscurity Now, we have a guest, and it's uh, my uh, uh, former trainer slash uh, co-worker slash friend, uh, Ruben Irvin, and he was actually on Nick Arcade. How's it going, Ruben? What's up, man? This is awesome. Man. I gotta, I'm not gonna lie to you. The premise of the show is dope. Like, I really like what y'all doing here. It's a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, oh, I would. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, I would hope so. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you probably wouldn't be here if you hated it. That, that's what I assumed. Um, <laughs> you are correct. He, he, he's just here for, for, the, for the British Knights Consolation Prize. <laughs> <laughs> I, or, or, maybe, or maybe the Duncan Yo-Yo. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, he, yeah, he got a little bit more than that. But, uh, Ruben, why don't you tell um, the Obscuriverse, or the Obscurians as we call them, uh, who exactly you are and what you do. What's up, man? My name is Ruben. Um, I'm an entertainer. Uh, if you watch any shows, maybe I'm a TV warm-up guy, so before shows come out, I get people all hyped up and ready for the show. And I'm the announcer on a couple different TV shows, Showtime, The Apollo, Family Feud, to name a few. And uh, all-around fun guy. Uh, that's me. It's true. He's a real fun guy. And it's F-U-N, G-U-Y. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, former former theme park legend, uh, even though he's uh, never actually been interviewed, but that's okay. Um, but, uh, and... Hey, man, you were trying to get me fired. No. I, I, hey, I tell everyone, you know, you can come on and say whatever you want, like whether it's positive. And I appreciate the heads up yeah. because I was talking, look, we'll get to that story later, but yes, yes, yes. So yes, uh, yes. let's, I guess, jump into uh, Nick Arcade and just tell us, how did you end up on the show? Okay, so uh, I, lived, I, I grew up in Orlando, and that's where Nickelodeon kind of headquarters was there for a while. And um, they had done a bunch of stuff. Um, so they would come through all the schools, the middle schools, elementary schools, high schools, and they would pull kids um, to do a lot of these shows. I was actually part of a Nickelodeon acting class called Nick Knack, nice. uh, where, again, they went, to, they went through a bunch and got us all. And for that one in particular, uh, even though I wasn't Nick Mac, it really didn't matter. Uh, they had come to my middle school at the time. They had basically tested all the kids on their kind of personality and video game knowledge. And I was one of the few that got to go for my school. <laughs> that That's awesome. Yeah, when I was watching this, I was like, man, is was this show made for Ruben or was Ruben made for the show? <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Dog. But if you go back and watch it, like, I was actually shy back then man like I, I like like i'm not i was definitely wasn't as big a personality as i am now because i was so wrapped up in winning this thing like this was nerd olympics for me i there was no way i can't play basketball i'm too short for football damn it tennis is not an option if i lose <laughs> a video game show i can't go home i just have to live Nickelodeon studio. so yeah man i was so serious I had to win that game. <laughs> yeah, that was going to lead me to my next question. Um, as um, like, were you getting involved with like uh, entertainment in any way at that time? Like, were you uh, you know doing like you know acting classes or anything like that? Yeah, like I said, I was part of Knickknack, and I had done some stuff. Like, literally, I mean, let's 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 say what it is. At the time, Nickelodeon was not super diverse. And then they were trying to get more diverse. And so they came in and I had a unique look. You know what I mean? Kid in play was in style. So this little black kid with this big flat top. You know what I mean? So I, I, I looked I looked the part. 
and um, and uh, I got to do a bunch of cool things with them. So I did Nick Arcade. I, if you ever go back and watch old Nickelodeon episodes, I am little black guy number five in the back of like shows like Fifteen, oh. and, and Clarissa explains it all <laughs> nice. and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, man. So it just it kind of led into my career in Nickelodeon later on. But yeah, yeah, I was I was, uh, was kind of trying to do it, but I didn't know. How this would turn out? I just thought that was a little thing I'd do as a kid, but here we are. Right? Like, uh, did did your like parents uh, sort of encourage you to get into this line of work, or was it just something you wanted to do? Absolutely. See, uh, a little backstory: I was a sickly kid. Like, I was in the hospital a lot. I had bad lungs. My asthma was pretty bad, and so they were looking for something for me to do. Like, I, sports really wasn't an option. Um, and you know, I was an avid reader. I was really good at school, but, but they wanted an outlet for me. And so they were like, Oh, this, 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 when Nickelodeon approached them and said, Hey, we want to put him in this little class of ours. Then it kind of opened up the horizons of, you know what, maybe we should explore this. And so, you know, all right. The the rest, as they say, yeah, nice. Uh, did you have any um, questions you held before we jump into the episode? Um, Me? I was, I, I was also wondering, uh, <laughs> I was also wondering how you got onto the show, but you already kind of answered that. Uh, I do have a few questions that are kind of more once we get into the, the show again. And I mean, I guess I already kind of give away that you guys uh, slaughtered the, 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 the red team. I mean, it was, it was embarrassing. Oh. I, oh. I it, no, 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 no. Say this, say that. I, I slaughtered the other team. Ruben yes. Slaughtered because them. you're right. You're Let's right. <laughs> okay, Ruben, I think your partner only answered one question, actually. You're damn I think right, he answered one question. I was winning that game. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, no, I, I remember she only answered uh, one question, and I remember, like, I was really impressed that you got the, they ask a question, and, uh, you know, who is so and so? And it's some name I had never heard of. And you, immediately you go, bam, Swamp Thing. Like, it was like Swamp Thing's like real name. I was like, yeah. Damn. Bro, listen, I was a nerd, nerd. I read everything. I mean, um, I was a, a geek, man. I loved knowledge. I'm still like that today. I read everything. I absorb everything. And this is like, this is my show, yeah. man. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, hey, you, you, and you got one of the Star Trek questions, right? About who the creator of uh, Star Trek was. Uh, so uh, oh, I was like, this Ruben guy's all right. So, they, so I, I mean, you watch the show. You see. So you, you see how usually... They try to throw in the harder questions because they they want you to play the video games, right? That, that, that's it's Nick Arcade, not little black dude answer all these questions. <laughs> but I was, I was I was getting like if you watch the episode, the one question was like they thought they threw me with Baker's dozen. I was winning right. this game, man. Okay, I'm trying to. Yeah, like I, I don't remember the exact score, but at one point you guys have like three hundred ten points. And yeah, the other right. other team has twenty five, right. and it's almost right. the end of the game. But <laughs> it's almost the end of the game. Just to jump in there real quick, I mean, look at the contrast between the two teams. I mean, the yellow team was basically like the party team. Basically, you got super nerd Ruben, and then roller skate girl. So I mean, at least maybe <laughs> she was going to be good at like physical stuff. And then the other team is like a dude uh, who played the piano and sang and wants to be a lawyer and a future cat lady. I mean, <laughs> well, she she's a current cat lady. Like apparently she has no other future plans. And uh, she she said something like because uh, Phil Phil Moore is like, how did you end up o- owning ten cats? Mm-hmm. 
uh, or how long did that take? And she's like, oh, not long. My cat has my cats have kittens every few weeks. I'm like, what is happening at this house? It was a it was a kitten factory is what it sounded like. Yeah. So in that uh, leads. Yeah. But, uh, they, 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 oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, so did you uh, I'm just curious, like, did Nick kind of like throw you together with your partner and these other kids? Did you guys get chummy before you went out there or were you just complete strangers when when the camera was rolling? We were a little chummy. Of course, they call you in earlier today. They run you through the obstacle course. Um, I've had a big ass asthma attack on the obstacle course the first time around. So there was a question of whether I could do it or not. Um, uh, and so, you know, they don't want to throw you out there just dry. So they, they let us do a bunch of things. They see uh, early on, they bring you in, kind of ask you which video games you're going to play. And I think that early on, they knew that I was good at video games. So the game I wanted to play, they would not let me play. So I ended up having to play this damn Parasols, damn uh, Parasol uh, Stars. No, I, it was I hate. I thought um, no. I think she plays no, Parasol she plays, Stars. I've got it written here. Yeah. Which one you play? It's the uh, the one that's like I, a, uh, a bullet hail shooter. I can't. It's written. Yeah, I, you 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 play a, a Neo Geo game. Uh, Alpha made by You're Alpha Dynasty. Right. I think. You're absolutely right. I wanted to play Parasols, and I ended up. They they would not let us. Again. So one, well, they get you in there. They kind of look at your personalities and who's going to be with who. And mm-hmm. then after that, they, they say, okay, sit down and play all these video games. See which one you like. And after they let us play for like a minute or two, they kind of say, okay, now you're going to play this video game. You're going to play this video game. You're going to play this video game. And that's kind of how it rolled through. Cool, cool. Gotcha. So uh, you want to jump into the episode and we'll sort of uh, roll the questions as they come? Sure, let's uh, let's get All into right. it. <clears throat> so the show opens up with the Nick Arcade logo hanging above a door. How would you describe like the set at this point? Uh, you hell. Uh, very nineties. Uh, but I don't know, man. I still think it looks kind of cool. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure a lot of that is nostalgia. But I know as a kid, I thought this set was cool as hell. Um, even even though like some of the stuff now you look at it and like some of the props like when later on the teams have to bet how many points they're going to wager mm-hmm. and it's like it's not an etch a sketch but it's uh it was something similar uh, ma- it was like magna a doodle toy. it was a magna doodle magna yeah. doodle yeah, yeah and they just like encased it in i don't know plastic <laughs> some other plastic so it's eh, you know a, a little cheap here and there but i liked it a lot uh i'm curious though what ruben thought when he got onto the yeah, set yeah yeah for sure oh I was in awe, man. I mean, listen, I I had done some TV stuff, but I've not been on a game show before. And you walk in, and it's just, you know, it's it's surreal. You know what I mean? Because you're 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 about to play all these games in front of a crowd full of people you don't know. Um, they're they're walking you through everything. They're fitting you for clothes, and it's it is going so fast and yet so slow at the same time because mm-hmm. you're you're nervous as hell. I was nervous as hell, bro, because I was like. I, I want to perform. My parents are sitting out in the audience. My little brother's watching me. You know, I didn't want to suck. So it was like everything about it was just larger. That, when you look back at it, you, you notice how, again, very 90s it was. But, like, at the time, this was state-of-the-art. Right. <laughs> this was the Star Trek. You know, this is the, this is the Star Parade. This is everything. Yeah, and that's what that sort of door reminds me of. It looks like something that would be on, like, the Starship Enterprise. Um, but, yeah, uh, totally of the time. I, I think it still looks awesome. Nice and bright. Um, like, who knows what it would look like if they tried to remake it uh, today. Um, but, yeah, you mentioned, and that was going to be a question I was going to ask you. Like, okay, so 
there were shots of a crowd, but the crowd was very quiet. Like, did they feed these kids like uh, Valium or something before they go in there? I mean, there was like, you know, looking back, there wasn't really like a person for this show for whatever reason. There was just kind of like a producer that would go out there and talk to the crowd. Mm. And so, I mean, hindsight 22, I didn't know what to mean. But now, looking back, I know what happened. But yeah, I mean, these are just kids that got to the theme park. Oh. I mean, this is not like, it's not like they were literally going to the theme park trying to find kids in the hot sun to come in and watch a TV show. Just, Fun fact, if you go watch the first season of Family Feud, it's the same thing. But anyways, nice. uh, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's like uh, just like it's like what TNA had to do when they were filming out at Universal Studios, you know? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Round like half the crowd would be wrestling fans, and the other half are just people that wanted to get out of the heat for you know a little bit. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Nice. Uh, so the they tell us the narrator tells us that behind the door is the video zone, a place between our world and the video dimension, waiting to challenge you for control of the video zone is one of the game wizards. Murloc, Sorsha, or Mongo. I can't believe there were only three. What did you guys think of these like video game bosses that they had? I always thought they were like, even as a kid, I will say I didn't I thought they were a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. A little a little little lame as a kid, but I I still thought it was so cool that you get to, you know, be in the video game going after them. So what what about you, Ruben? They look so much like He-Man villains to me that mm-hmm. I loved it. Like I, lo- I, I okay. thought it was for, for me. It was on brand because it was like, okay, that kid, that big dude over there is gonna end up fighting Man at Arms later on in the episode. And to me, it, it worked out. Yeah, they. Oh, no, that's a good point. They do look very He-Man-esque. Yeah, a little He-Man, maybe a little Jack Kirby mixed in there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, looking at it now, I appreciate him. But I think much like Yahel at the time, I was like, eh, these are a little cheesy. I think, wasn't it Street Fighter <laughs> out at this time? Uh, if not. No. This is wait, 1991. Yeah. All right. So. It was, it, it was the first Street Fighter, which was terrible. Don't play that game. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, <I> won't? <laughs> but. Uh... Yeah. I, well, I, I, think, I, I think Street Fighter 2 was out i don't know if it was out in the u.s mm. though uh yeah it looks like february 91 in J- in japan but i don't think it hit the u.s yeah, in but i mean i would say so it probably wasn't i would out. say cheesy in a good way but um so they yeah. then show the two teams who will compete to answer the wizards challenge a yellow team and a red team both teams are made up of fresh-faced boys and girls uh then we see the nick arcade logo then a shot of the crowd and the narrator introduces our hosts as having great hand-eye coordination. Did, was that was that weird to you that she would say that? Yeah, that was her thing, though. If you go back, she used to make up ridiculous things every episode for him. Like, that was yeah. the whole bit of trying to figure out. And I, I, I think, you, I mean, what you said, they did like 80 episodes. They were running out of stuff to do. You know what I'm sure. saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and- oh, go ahead. So I, when I uh, did my video on this, I, I went and I watched something like 20 episodes of Nick Arcade. And it almost seemed like after a while, it was just a- Andrea trying to, like, get Phil to crack, mm. I think. You know? Nice. Uh, kind of like Donkey trying to make uh, the escorts laugh. A eh, Ruben? <laughs> uh, hey, man, if I, can get, uh, if I can get a little show the shape from Shrek, I'm doing a good thing. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I just uh, – one of the things we do on here is uh, – <laughs> 
we try to extract, you know, uh, possibly and, and take things the wrong way. It almost sounds like a jack off joke, but uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was like, was somebody out of context, not knowing that you guys played the voice of Donkey uh, <laughs> at a, at Universal Studios, <laughs> like so confused, like, like exactly, <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, so moving on. Um, so yeah, we see Phil Moore. He exits through the the scary door. <laughs> Uh, with uh, an arcadey-looking video cabinet behind him, which is called Star Defender. Um, now, uh, what do you think of the music at the beginning of the opening, or the music for the show in general at this point? Yeah. Uh, it's I, honestly the theme song is kind of not good. It's like dun 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 dun. Like it just kind of doesn't like I don't know go with the whole look and vibe of the show. Uh, but it's not like terrible. But I don't know. How about you, Ruben? Yeah, when you compare it to like Double Dare, they had a dude wailing a guitar in the middle of the theme song. It wasn't as good. It, it felt like that somebody went in the booth and said, it needs to sound a little like uh, Double Dare, but not as good. It, it, yeah. it, it was not up to par. Right. I would yeah. say um, along those lines, but then also it's. Uh, it was written by someone who's never actually played a video game. Probably <laughs> they were just like, we want something that sounds video gamey. And this is what the guy came up with. And speaking of those guys, the ones responsible for the music, uh, the first guy is Daniel S. Vitko and he composed music for Ex at Clarissa explains it all. Uh, some other show called learn along with Sesame. Obviously that's like Sesame street stuff and something else called get the picture. And then I guess later, this uh, Mark Schultz fellow who um, composed music for something called Dig. Welcome, freshman. I think we all know that show. And uh, mm -hmm. were you on that show, too? No, that, that show's from Canada, isn't it? Welcome, freshman. I was on oh, that Oh, you show. were? Oh. I was on Welcome, freshman. Wow. Yeah, they did a bunch of episodes in Orlando. We are in the presence of royalty yeah. here. The, the, the Star Trek Voyager <laughs> doctor is on that show, if I remember correctly. Oh, man. Robert Picardo. <laughs> nice. I, I was doing a show at the time called 15. I know. And, oh, that's, uh, I think, what I'm thinking of. Canadian show. And Ryan, I got to see when Ryan Reynolds before he was freaking oh, big. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Man, you could have buddied up to him, and, and you could be a co-owner of the soccer team. You could have been in Deadpool, maybe. Black guy in the background, number three. I moved up. I'm number two now. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Uh so phil's but yeah but okay. then well one thing i want to mention is phil's shirt this is not nearly as outrageous or loud a shirt as he would often wear on the show but uh phil's phil Moore shirt the host is very 90s where like one sleeve is one color you know uh you, the, the, the torso is something else but uh and i think it's imdb where like if you look at the descriptions of episodes for season two it's only the, the the show descriptions are just about what he's I saw wearing. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like, like this one says. Like the episode three is called "Phil continues to we wearing the Hawaiian shirt," and the description <laughs> says Phil Moore has on the exact same Hawaiian shirt in this episode as he did in the previous one because he knows better than to mess with perfection. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's Blair. the internet for Sorry, you. I know that was a bit of a. But uh, speaking of uh, Phil Moore, uh, what was what was he like, uh, Ruben? Uh, you have to understand that for me, Phil Moore, uh, and I'm going to be real geeky right now, Phil Moore changed my life because it was the first time that I had seen a black 
game show host on TV. And when I saw him doing what he was doing, that is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I've gotten the chance to say these words to him. I got to work with him um, on a couple of shows last year. Um, and I straight up and down, everything about it was like, I want to be this. I'm wearing a loud shirt right now, sir. Like everything about this <laughs> man, I wanted to be this man. Like you're on TV, you're telling these ridiculous jokes, you're playing video games. Everybody effing loves yeah. you. You can say whatever you want. Everybody laughs. I wanted to be him so bad. Yeah, that Ugh. your shirt's so loud, it's it's peaking over here. But we love it. We love it. We love it. <laughs> Well, that, that's that's really awesome that you got to not only work with him, but, you know, let him know. It's not often you get to meet your heroes or let them know uh, what yeah. kind of impact they had. So that's awesome. I, I from I, I've never like met him, but I know a few people who have him. They all have nothing but nice things to say about him. Genuinely nice guy. He's a producer now. He produces a lot of shows and stuff. He's a genuinely nice guy, bro. I know he's like, again, you said before, he's doing the circuit right now. He's still doing that, but. Like for and, and he's aging backwards, and I don't know mm-hmm. what the Benjamin looks great. is going on over there, but the dude looks good. It's the video zone. The video zone did it. <laughs> uh, so uh, moving on, uh, Phil says they're going to play a game called Star Defender, and a person with the highest score will gain 25 points and control of Mikey, the uh, video adventurer uh, avatar that we'll explain later what that guy is exactly. Uh Someone describe the game Star Defenders to me. <laughs> Wasn't it like uh, it's, it's a little bit like Pong? It's exactly, kind like of Pong. I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly like Pong, and it was frustrating. I guess they couldn't get the rights to Pong, <laughs> but, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I do remember that they basically. Hopefully, I'm remembering this correctly. But like the the custom games were made mostly by Psygnosis. Who, who made a lot of, like, PC games in the 90s in particular, but they also did console games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they, I, I do remember that basically they needed them to be quick. They needed them to be easy uh, and something where, like, the audience at home doesn't need to, like, figure out what the game is, you know. Uh, where, why are you doing this in this game? Why are, why are you jumping there? So... That was kind of the crux of it, but yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like all of the little opening challenge games are all very simple. Yeah, they're pretty um, much all Pong, very, aren't they? <laughs> For the most part? Yeah, I, almost all of them is like a variation of it. I think there's like a couple different ones, like there's like a Space Invaders type one, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully I'm not messing that up, but uh, how did it, I know it was a long time ago, Ruben, so totally get it if you don't remember, but how did the... Like, did it feel like it controlled okay? Did it feel like a well-made he didn't, game? He I didn't play uh, Star Defenders. Oh, it was in the second round. He right, does. right. Okay, yeah, you can answer that question now. I am sorry. <laughs> uh, no, it was not well-made. I'm sorry. It was. It was. <laughs> it was, it was, it was <laughs> like if you watch the episode, the thing it stuck, and that never happened in Pong, right? It just started going back and forth and back and forth. And me, as a child, I'm trying to put English on it, try to spin it, maybe thinking that it would go up. Oh. I mean, I, I got the, yeah. It, it was, so that's it was, what it, happens. Okay, yeah, because yeah, it's, I, I know we're not at it yet, but we're, since we're talking about it now, in the when when the second round starts, they, they open with the same game, but now it's the other two contestants from each team going off against each other, and it's Ruben and the girl from the other team, and yeah, like her piece, her little Pong piece, just stops moving, her mm. paddle. At one point, oh. and then yours starts going crazy, which is, I think, what you're talking about. You, you, yeah. you, and then Phil is like, "Oh, uh, I guess 
she's just taking a little break here. Uh, like, yeah. Phil's like, what the hell is going on? And it's like Remember, really awkward. This girl did not play video games. Yeah. Well, and then it almost accidentally causes you to lose. I, I remember I, you win, but like by five points. But like when things, when her thing got stuck, it actually, and you're starting going all over the place, it actually accidentally scored like a couple points. Well, God, that was dumb. I was a dumb child. All I had to do was let the thing sit there. <laughs> Me, I'm thinking, I got to make this exciting. So I'm trying to spin a video uh, graphic. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. That doesn't work. So I'm trying to. So that, that, that's like the, the 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 showman and entertainer in you. You're like, I can't let this be my episode. I I can't let this be my my, my face off. So uh, all right. Oh, so uh, you guys play the game, uh, and your team wins. Well, I, uh, if, oh no I no no, no quick, the, the yellow te- the red team wins. No, right? uh, let's see. Yeah, red team wins. But I have a question. Why did um, or how did it end up that Brenda went first for the for this game here? Uh, it was we we we, we tossed coins. Back I to see. Team. Okay, and then all right. So yeah, red team wins, and then um we get introduced to our uh, contestants uh, very quickly. That's when we find out that the red team consists of a of a cat woman and a future lawyer, and uh, but then the yellow team. Like when I was watching that, and you were like. Oh yeah, I collect comics. Or Phil was like, "Oh, I hear you have a comic book collection." I'm like, "Yes, that's that's my guy right there." <laughs> but uh, but then when he was like, uh, "How much?" Like, I I wanted to know. You didn't really get to give a number. He was just like, "Oh, quite extensive." And you were like, "Yeah." So at that uh, time, how many comics did you have, Ruben? Oh, bro, I had so many at that point. Like, it was so dumb. But I was I, okay. So number one, they changed my story because I wanted to talk about because I used to collect lizards. Apparently, they didn't want that on TV. <laughs> so they were like, what else do you do? And I was like, oh, I collect comic books. They're like, let's talk about that. I'm like, all right. Um, huh. At the time, a few long I, had boxes. Quite, uh, I had, I had, dude, I had, it was ridiculous. In fact, not long boxes at that point. I had chests. I had like luggage mm. chests wow. full of comic books. And I was, again, sicky kid. Comic books were cheap at that point. It was what my parents gave me. To kind yeah, of yeah. So I had a bunch of them. Yeah, I, I hear there's some people on Kickstarter selling their comics for seven bucks these days. I mean, what's going on <laughs> See, with well, that? I, I heard they're pretty good at it too. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so, uh, uh, anything else to add, you hell, before we jump in uh, a little further? No, in the no, episode? no. Yeah. No, no. Okay, so Phil shows us Mikey. Uh, actually, all right, so there's a screen next to Phil, the host, and it's showing, like, this basically a game board. Um, it looks like, uh, like, how would you guys describe it? It looks like a basically a... Um, it's like a grid yeah. uh, with... It, it was very reminiscent of uh, what Big Money No Web means. The bad game. Yeah. Pressure luck. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, and how would you describe uh, yeah. Mikey? Does he even he he feels like, I don't know, an SNK character like Bonk or something like that? Like, what do you guys think? I don't know. He looks like he he like he'd be Generic. bullied in school <laughs> <laughs> by the other video game mascots, yeah. by the other video game mascots. It, it, yeah. it felt like they were trying to cutify the noid or or trying mm. to you know, make a character reminiscent of what the what the, the little imps are on Pressure Lux. And they were trying to make yeah. it iconic. But it almost looked like the sprite from the old Paperboy video game. So it was like, in general, yeah. it was like, oh, okay, I think they're trying to go with that whole cartoony thing. But, you know, it is what yeah. it is. 
I mean, I mean, he it's really fine. It, 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 it's it's he's fine. He's not bad or anything. Uh, one thing that I I think I do appreciate is that they didn't try to. At least I hope they weren't trying to make him cool because if they were, they they failed. But you know, a lot of times in the '90s, they would try to make you know like kid mascots be uber cool, like crazy sunglasses. You know, maybe ripped up. You know, stuff like that. So I'm kind of glad they left him as a nondescript. Uh, Young boy, this Mikey looks like he wants to be a lawyer and singer. Kind of. So you're telling me you don't want the '90s toot on Mikey here? I that's that's blasphemy. Well, I mean, I just I just think it would kind of date it even more than the British Knights and Duncan uh, sponsorship spots do. Right, for sure. Uh, so um, Phil tells us about the four P's, and that's points, puzzles, and pop quizzes and prizes and these are things that mikey will encounter on the game board and you got to watch out uh for the enemy which are these uh smooching aliens which you can see on the uh, obscuratron if you're watching on youtube uh i don't know pretty pretty lame enemy i mean i understand why it's like cutesy and cartoony i don't know what do you guys think what did you want, Steve? Like, uh, uh, like, like mobster guys with machine guns to roll. A, <laughs> a guy with a leather jacket without sleeves and uh, shoulder pads. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I, I, I do actually like. I one thing we should mention is that every board uh, has like a theme mm -hmm. that Mikey is on, mm -hmm. and uh, this one was like space, and it's the same theme for both rounds when they change the layout of the board, right. but. Um, I, I think it would have been kind of cool if they made like the enemies kind of be thematically look like whoever the final boss was going to be. But I guess part of the show is revealing, right? Like who, which final boss you're going to fight. So mm -hmm. I guess maybe that wouldn't be such a good idea. It's like, I don't know, but I mean, Ruben, what, what did you think though? Like seeing the board in person, did it live up to your expectations or are you like, oh, this is not quite as cool as I thought it was? Oh no! In person, it was cool as hell. In person, it was <laughs> it was larger than life. It was nice in my house. Um, uh, <laughs> several decades later, I look at it and I go, "Oh!" So they went into a meeting and they were gonna have aliens come out and kill the character. They're like, "No, we can't have them kill him. Let's have them kiss him." Oh, okay, let's do that. And I know that's what the yeah. that's, I know that's what the pitch meeting was about. Uh, but yeah, man, again, in person as a kid, like again. It was everything. Like, I know looking back at things now, we can see the cheesiness of it. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't cheesy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still think, you know, this, I feel like a lot of this show I holds agree. up. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, the, the graphics, you know, look of the time, right, on the on the games and stuff. But really, like, the way the board is set up, the, the format of the show, uh, Phil is great, mm. you know, like, he's very uh, engaging and fun to watch as a host. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... It looks outdated, but it, it still to me holds up. All right, all right. Save it part. for the end, buddy. I, I think they get I think they can update it and bring it back. I really do. I really do. Right yeah. now with the technology they have. Especially like we'll get to the end later, but with the technology that they have, they can make it look legit in person. And it will work. Yeah. I think I, I, I do believe I agree. Yeah. So yeah, and, and yeah. then so, sorry, sorry we're ruining your, your format, Steven. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, it's, as long <laughs> as Ruben's here, that's all that matters. Uh so yeah, the name Format, so I'm over here willy-nilly. I don't know what. Oh, so, so usually we just we just kind of break down the major beats of whatever media it, it is. It was like, in the, in the email. Order, I, I gave you the fine. format in the email. 
You did, you did, you did say that, but I have terrible ADHD. So let's go ahead and keep this yes, going. Yes, absolutely. So, um, basically, we get uh, yeah, and the name of the area is called Planet X, actually. Um, but uh, so we get a question. Um, do you should I? I mean, basically, they ask uh, which planet in our solar system is named after the Roman god of the sea, and that's answered by. Uh, how how old were you in this? Twelve. So yeah, twelve-year-old Reuben gets it. Uh, the answer is uh, Neptune, and then we get our first uh, video challenge. And uh, the games to choose from on this episode are uh, Turrican, Parasol Stars, Gyarus, Alpha Mission, and uh, Battletoads. Uh, are you guys? Are you hell? Are you familiar with all? Like, did you play all these games like before you, um, you know, did your video on them? Are you familiar with them? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was familiar with uh, with all of these games. I, well, I've actually never played Parasol Stars, but I mean, I was familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I, I, I am a little disappointed to hear that you guys were kind of like forced to select certain games. That that is a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, because I, I always wonder. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense, especially because they're trying to do this show live to tape. Uh, so you know they don't want kids. I'm sure, like uh, 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 you know, like <laughs> while they're trying to choose. So they want to get all that stuff done ahead of time. It it does make all the sense in the world uh, in hindsight as an adult. So, uh, Yehel, <laughs> yeah. um, which one would you have chosen if it was up to you? I mean, I would have always gone with one of the Neo Geo games just because you then, you know, unless you're like rich, you never get to like play Neo Geo games oh, at, at home. I mean, at an arcade show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah. But, I mean, isn't the, uh, you know, <laughs> the goal to, like, win here? I mean, the only game I would have been familiar with was Battletoads. So that's what I would have chosen just because I'm familiar with it and want to win. Okay, so I am shocked to hear this because I w- – okay. So now knowing how the games are chosen, you know, maybe it's not as surprising. But I was always surprised anytime anybody picked Battletoads because Battletoads is known for being difficult – now the first stage, the first section of it's not that difficult, mm-hmm. but after that, it, it it increases exponentially, and you don't know what they're gonna put you in in battle too. Yeah, but so I would never have chosen. But battle the lawyer tokens. dude played it, and he's and he won. Yeah, because he played the very first part of battle, right, the very first section right where everybody else didn't. Right. Yeah. Well, so you don't always get get put in that. You don't always get put in the beginning of the game on the show. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> But uh, but... you also got to remember, you also got to remember, like a lot of it is not knowing how to play the game, like the game is meant to be played, right? A lot of it is how many points can you rack up at this game? And never in my life have I played Battle Toys for the Battle for the points. For points, yeah. So it was like I I never cared about the points at all. You know what I mean? And so that that was the whole thing. Like like for me, it was like which game seemed like I could play the best. When I really should have been thinking, which game can I make up points the fastest? Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a good point because like uh, I don't think they ever even have Mario Brothers on the show. But like if you're really you know quote unquote good at Super Mario Brothers, that might mean to you that you can finish the stage in record time, but you get less points if you're just going through and not killing enemies on your way to the, the end of the stage. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point right. about the points. And I would assume, you know, watching you play Alpha Mission 2, that it would be actually easy to rack up a decent score because, you know, it's a bullet hail shooter and, you know, you just... But it seemed like there weren't enough enemies coming toward you in the allotted amount of time. So 
I don't know. It seems a little unfair. <laughs> what do you think? And and you know, and again, man. So you, you die quicker. Like again, I wasn't. I, I I was never into shooters like that. I shouldn't have took the play that damn thing. Uh, and again, it was about points, though. It was about not getting mm-hmm. through the stage. You can go through and beat all the enemies all you want, but if you don't rack up enough points, it's for nothing. Yeah, 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 sure. Well, anyway, uh, so yes, unfortunately, uh, the Golden Boy uh, Ruben uh, does not meet the uh, the challenge here, but it's no big deal because Brenda only wagers ten points. Um, and so we're moving on. <laughs> now it's uh, Reds. That's like the best thing she did. Uh, yeah. Not that it would matter because you would answer. You would answer so many questions. It wouldn't matter how many she bet. Right, right. So now it's uh, Reds. Uh, Red the red team's uh, turn to control uh, Mikey, and then they they automatically get the smooch aliens, and I'm just like, wow, p- poor kids. But whatever, hey, that's how the game is played, you know. What can you do? And so now you guys get control, and you go down and automatically get 25 points, and I'm just like, wow, everything is just coming up yellow here. <laughs> like, what were you what were you thinking like after that? Like after they just you know, got smooched by the aliens and you guys just got an extra 25 points. What were you thinking? You would think I'd be happy. However, I'm thinking to myself, don't blow this. That's all I'm thinking about. Go back and look at it. I was in my head the whole game. You were taking it seriously. Everybody else trying to have fun. Fillmore is wearing Jordan's jeans telling jokes. And I am... The most serious child on the planet. I got a flat top and a ducktail, but I didn't care. You're like, I wanted to win this game. You're like a Klingon in a battlefield. Everyone else is at Nick Arcade. You're on a battlefield. I had to win, bro. My dad's in the office. My dad's chief best sergeant in the Air Force. I could not lose, okay? I, <laughs> I, I got to say, like, I, I like, I think maybe like the, after you answered the second or third question, I was like, oh, there's no way. Like the like it was. I was like, these guys are gonna win. Like it's pretty obvious. But it, it ended up being just Ruben basically that right. way. Ruben <laughs> won. They saw the call. I swear to God. I swear to God. On the second commercial break. Phil and the producers just start calling me Answer Man. That was my name backstage for the rest of the answers. So it was Answer Man because I was trying to win, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, I could, I could tell everything that you just uh, said. I was like, I, you know, I know you, and I'm like, I bet he's out there not having fun and just 100 serious about <laughs> it. Uh, and with an awesome no flat no top. Uh, so uh, uh, moving on, uh, they get a, there's a pop quiz, and that's when we get our uh, Swamp Thing question, which, I mean, when is anyone ever asking questions about Swamp Thing in 2023? I love it. I love it. Uh, and, of course, Ruben gets it. So, so did you – Ruben, were you reading Swamp Thing, or did you just happen to yes! know? Oh, okay. Well, there yes, was – there was also the um the usa tv show i believe was on at the time and the cartoon oh, yeah. so uh yeah it was a swamp thing mania back then uh yeah, yeah. good point good point <laughs> i did, uh i think the cartoon came the the, the live action was filled with universal but that was later but definitely the cartoon was on tv for sure mm-hmm. mm. so uh all right so then you guys go down um and there's uh, some weird sort of uh, categories to choose from um, they go with live in large and they ask a question about huge things. And that question is not including the continent of Australia, which of the following is the biggest Island in the world. 
and uh, Ruben gets it again, I believe. Let's see, right? Um, and you said Greenland, and you got it correct. So there you go. Answer Man wins again. And that is the end of round one, um, and uh, Yellow Team wins. Uh, anything to add about any of that stuff? Anyone? Uh, no, yeah, I, is, I, is that often a, oh, sorry, go ahead, please. Oh, I was just going to say, while well, I was watching this episode, because I didn't watch your episode when I did my uh, video, but uh, I was like, I don't know the answer to this, to, to the Greenland <laughs> question. I was like, <laughs> so I was pretty impressed. Was that a good, like, uh, educated guess, or did you actually know it, Ruben? I knew it. <laughs> nice. I I, for whatever reason, I knew that Greenland and Iceland switched names and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Dude, again, I had, nice. you have no idea. I literally had to wear a mask to school, man, because I was that big of a nerd. I everything. You understand how big. <laughs> so you must have been a huge fan of the pandemic when it was going on. You're like, <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, hey, welcome oh. home. Everybody loved it. <laughs> All right, so since we're uh, in between uh, rounds, I see we have some action going on in the chat. Is anyone asking any questions? Oh, it's Smoke Monster. Oh, and no questions or anything yet? No, 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 no questions, okay. but, but hi, Smoke yeah, Monster. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for joining us, Smoke Monster, uh, for a rare treat on Obscurity Now. All right, so uh, <laughs> we'll jump into uh, round two, and again, we uh, are with that game, Star Defenders, and this time... It's Ruben versus Jennifer with a G. Uh, Ruben, have you ever known any Jennifers with a G in your time on this earth? I don't know any Jennifers with a G. That's a new one for me. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was a new one then. It's a new one now. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And uh, once again, uh, Answer Man wins. It's a 45 to 40. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so by, have, by now, have you started relaxing? Are you like, oh, uh, this is... All me. A little bit in the commercial breaks. That's a song. Enjoy it a little bit. And my my mom's in the audience trying to get me to smile. So I'm, I'm trying to get a little more animated at this point. Because we're winning, so I should probably have fun with this. But I, I if you if you watch the episode, I only started having a marginal amount of more fun. It was just the tiniest of increments. Nice. So uh, <laughs> Phil tells us that the round two points are doubled, um, and uh, now. Yellow has control of uh, Mikey. We got a pop quiz. Um, there is a uh, Star Trek question. And, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, and then uh, f the first Star Trek question is about Scotty's first name, but nobody gets it. That, that must have really made you angry, you hell. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Ruben, I don't know if Steve told you, but I have a bit of a Star Trek obsession. Fetish. It's but, a fetish. Uh... Uh, well, listen, Steve, we don't king shame on this podcast. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I wasn't true. I, I really wasn't surprised because I feel like a lot of like diehard Star Trek fans forget that, uh, you know, Scotty isn't really his name. And, uh, you know, just to play off his last name, because it's very, very rare that he's called uh, Montgomery. Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't happen very often. So, right. So then we get... I'll let well, it slide. I'll, I'll let it pass. Very, my, my dad was in the audience very disappointed because my father... <laughs> Maybe not as big of a trekkie as you are, but we literally had to watch it twice a day in my house. So I, I mean, that's pretty was big. Definitely getting, <laughs> I was definitely getting the stairs burned to the side of my head. <laughs> He's like, we would have to step up the regiment. We're going three times a day now. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so yeah, then we get one more uh, Star Trek question, and it's uh, basically who created it. The answer is Gene Roddenberry, and Ruben got that one. Of course he did. Uh, and so now we have a video challenge. 
And uh, we already mentioned the three games. This time, Brenda is playing. She picks Parasol Stars. And man, is she not very good at it. Uh, what were you What were you thinking uh, there, Ruben, as you were watching your you know hopes what? and dreams get dashed? I, I did not falter too much. Again, look, a lot of us were playing video games for systems we didn't own. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're playing so... None of those kids were... I mean, maybe maybe lawyer guy was nerdy about it was, but they weren't playing anything. It's not something they did. You know what I mean? They went outside. Yeah. Fresh air. So, uh, so I, I, I wasn't too mad at her. I wasn't mad at her until later. We'll talk about it. But that. you... Uh... <laughs> I, I think I know the moment. <laughs> oh, and uh, I noticed... Uh, so you mentioned before that you're like... Mo- like during the break, I guess your mom was trying to get you to smile. And I think I noticed that here because when you're grabbing the Magna Doodle... You like look at the camera, and this like big, like forced smile comes on your face. Was that like your mom and the audience going, "Smile, Ruben, smile"? <laughs> that was the, my mom and the producers trying to get me not to look like I'm trying to kill somebody. <laughs> 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 smile, boy. Nice. It, it's so Ruben. It's so funny you say that because uh, after I finished watching the episode the other day, I texted Steve. I was like. Uh, so how long did Ruben and his partner spend in prison for the murders that they committed <laughs> <laughs> for murdering those other two kids? <laughs> I mean, damn. Right. But, uh, despite your, um, you know, you thinking that, you know, Brenda is a skating girl and not really much of a gamer, you still wagered 30 points, but it's no big deal. Cause it's still 185 to 25, uh, the yellow team. <laughs> Um, and, uh, let's see, we get a question. Now it's Red's control. They get a pop quiz. It's a question about the Zodiac and, um, but yellow gets it again. Ruben, you, uh, I'm sorry, Steve, but I, I just really got to put out Ruben wagered more points than the other team will even earn the whole game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> you slaughtered them, man. Oh, your play money. You they couldn't even earn your play money. Really when you say it that way, it sounds very petty, but okay. <laughs> Uh, like, so they, 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 at the end, they get their Dunkin' Yo-Yo. It's all right. You know, they'll, they'll be fine. They get their, um, concert. And they give them a box of nerds. That was, it was like the consolation prize was nerds and a yo-yo. So it's like, here, here you go. You <laughs> nerds have some nerds. Uh, so yeah. All right. So after that, it's a yellow's control and you guys move left and, oh no, you get the giant smooch aliens. Oh no. So uh, now it's Red's control, and um, they move to the left and get some mountain bikes. Were you jealous that they got the mountain bikes, Ruben? Yeah, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> you, you wanted it all. You wanted the so, fortune, the glory. I, I wanted to win everything. Yeah, I got. I wanted the British knights. I wanted the trips. I'm- I wanted everything. I mean, I got to be honest, Steve. I was a little pissed too because I felt at this point like they didn't really deserve it because. <laughs> They're they're not getting any questions correctly. That they, they, they suck at just about everything. Yeah. So I was listen. I know I know they're children, <laughs> but I also don't like children. So it's fine <laughs> for me to have this game. <laughs> no, but yeah, it did feel like a little uh, unfair to me. But um, you know, I, I guess good for them, right? They they, they had something to go uh, ride around in while they're crying about their their defeat. <laughs> their, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so now they move left, and there's a video challenge, and um, LJ, the lawyer, his name actually stands for Lawyer Jerk. 
He picks uh, Battle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, LJ. I'm sure you're doing great now. Probably better than us. Who knows? Uh, especially if you're a lawyer. So, I mean, I guess I shouldn't make fun of you. Anyway, he picks. Hey, maybe he'll see. Yeah, there you go. You never know. <laughs> he picks Battle Toads, and surprise, surprise, as bad as the red team did, they did win the uh, the ten points that were wagered. And uh, yeah, LJ puts us all in our place by getting beating the point spread, I guess. Um, okay, so I, I, I got to talk about the, this wager. Because mm-hmm. uh, if anyone should be mad right now, it should be LJ. Mm-hmm. Because you guys are, uh, Ruben, I think at this point your team has like, it still has like 180 something mm-hmm. points. Yeah. And the opposing team has uh, 25 points or something like that. Why not wager all 25 of your points? <laughs> like you're losing by so much. She just wagers 10 points. Once again, this is not entirely your decision. Oh, that's right. That's right. So they don't want them to come in. Now we got zero and negative scores now for these damn children on the So, you know, they come in, they go, I know you could bet it all, but why not just bet this? And then, you you know, you'll make it up later and you won't have a zero on TV. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah, exactly. I guess guess they're they're looking out for the kids to like, so that they won't be as embarrassed. As embarrassed. Yes. All right. Because, hey, I mean, they're, they're clearly going to lose at this point, yeah, you know, so. for sure. Hey, but at least they got some. Maybe that's why. Maybe there's, like, some guy back there uh, controlling the game board. And they're like, oh, man, the red team's really, like, uh, biting it. We got to give them some mountain bikes. I mean, and it could have been anything. I mean, it's a conspiracy, <laughs> well, man. actually, the, the interview that I had with uh, footage of with Kareem, he actually talks about how everything had to be because there's all these like federal and government regulations regarding game shows. Everything had to be like random and they had to be able to prove at a moment's notice that like, yes, this was randomly set up beforehand. We didn't like change anything mid game to, you know, yeah. uh, with the board. Yeah, or yada, I've, heard, yada, of, I've so. heard of that. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. So maybe it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk that back. Hey, I, as, I, I can, I can literally tell you that my current life can tell you that that could not happen. Standards of organization called standards of practice. They will yeah. swoop in and shut it down <laughs> if there's any even yeah. hint of impropriety. Yeah, nice. I, I guess we I guess we see how Steve would have, would run a game show with no integrity. <laughs> uh. That's how I run this podcast, baby. Uh, so um, uh, we got another question here. Uh, it's or they they reached the goal, and the final question I guess is if a rock from space survives the heat reentering. The Earth from the atmosphere and crashes to the ground, which is it called? And it's a meteorite. I believe uh, Ruben got that one as well. Um, so <laughs> the final results are yellow team, 335, and the red team, 35. <laughs> wow. What a massacre. <laughs> How do you feel about yourself? That's not my fault. Ruben? Hey, Matt, look. Look, man, I felt good. I had to win. Listen, I'm sorry. I don't know the people. They didn't know me. <laughs> like, in, like in my mind, in my mind, just before you guys came out for the sh- on onto the stage, you're like backstage licking a knife, staring these kids yeah, down, licking you know? a controller, more like. <laughs> we it. were, hey, I think the worst uh, thing we were having a lot of fun backstage before the show, and I was not having fun on stage. <laughs> uh smoke monster in the chat asked if that was a record on the show i don't know if it's a record but based on the episodes that i've seen i 
I personally don't remember anything higher. I, I think I saw another team get in the low 300s, mm-hmm. but that that might be, but it's got to be up there as far as like the number. Hey, don't teams. don't tell me that. My ego is big enough. <laughs> All right. So so R- R- Ruben was uh, backstage. I assume like you you got to see the other team backstage afterwards, right? Um, uh, they they escort them off pretty quickly. <laughs> After, after, yeah, oh, really? So you don't get to see like if they're mad at you yeah, or sad tears. or want to fight? I mean, I saw them in the green room afterwards, and nobody was too pissed off. But immediately after that round, we didn't see them. Okay. Well, I I hope that yeah, I was curious. I was curious. I about- hope that one day you run into them as an adult, and it'll be nice and awkward. <laughs> <laughs> LJ will be all like, "You ruined my life." Uh, but hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. But uh, all right. So the red team gets their consolation prizes. The yo-yo promo for the Duncan yo-yo is freaking awesome. It's like just this kid standing at this darkened warehouse doing yo-yo tricks, and then they also get uh, nerds. Um, and then now you guys are standing with your uh, wearing your helmets and your gloves next to Phil Moore, about to go in the video zone. So you said that they. Prior to the show, they ran you through um, the obstacle course that you're about to do. Is that that right? Like, what is it? What does it look like in there? Uh, it is basically okay. So imagine just a bunch of boxes and kind of like it's a it's a it's an obstacle mm-hmm. course. It's literally like a very stagnant one color obstacle mm-hmm. course. Now at the same time, though, you're w- looking at these very giant CRT television screens to kind of know where you are. So it was a matter of climbing and looking and climbing and looking at the same time. That's why I say if they did it today, it'd be better technology because you literally project that onto a wall now versus then having to try the green screen out of a CRT TV. So uh, <clears throat> they let us run through it. So you get your strategy down. They let you got you and the, your partner decide who's going to win. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, that's how it works. How did you guys decide who does uh, what level? I figured out how to get through my thing very quickly. Mm-hmm. I figured it out yeah. from the get go because, again, once I figured out that it wasn't literally, if I tried, damn, get hit, all I got to do is make it to the goal. And so once I figured that out, I was trying to press this upon my partner as well. Hey, F this damn game, just get to the goal. She did not pay attention to what I was trying to tell her. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, look, again, I say this now as a 40-year-old man trying to tell this 12-year-old girl, hey, right, right. play video games better. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not her fault. But, you get better. But at the time, at the time, I'm in the corner and knuckles white, just Oh, I bet. Go, go. Right, so yeah, because yeah, because because you go in and do your your stage and you get through it super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you remember how many seconds? Forty-two seconds. It was cheating. I cheated, man. I did not play the game. Wow. Right. I just ran through and got the goal. What? Listen, hey, what Phil listen. Moore is listening, Ruben. I mean, he's gonna come and take back your um, your diamond hey. brand tent. Listen, Phil. I apologize if this if this uh, squatter is a great name, Nick Arcade. But I figured out a loophole, and I had to take it, Phil. I was not – I'm not a tall man. I'm not a muscular person. I had to win this, Phil. 
He really wanted the diamond brand well, tent, Phil, which was the prize for the first level. You know yeah. Yeah, right. So yep, that's the prize for the first level. Uh, yeah, we didn't really mention the, the prizes, but I guess and we can we get also into them as we go through the levels. The main bad guy is Scorcia, the like the sort of flame female right. villain. Yeah. So then the next level, um, your partner goes in and she uh keeps getting hit by the um light lances that are like being or yeah. spears. I She's think in the were. mine maze was... and Ruben went through the alien moon base. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she keeps getting hit by the same spear in the same spot and she runs the exact same pattern every time. She keeps having to restart because she keeps dying, losing all her life. And it's like basically when she's like just before to get to the goal. How frustrating was that when you see that she keeps running the same exact pattern? Because everything else in her game I'm is gonna, timed exactly the same. I was frustrated as hell, but I'm going to defend her a little bit. Because for mine... For mine, I would I could see my side view of me running, right? Mm. So it was a little easier for me to get through mine. So for hers, she is trying to look at a screen at herself, top down, trying to run through this map. Yeah. And I think I think I, I I know that's a lot harder. You know what I mean? Like mine is run. hers is like forward and back and through and side. Yeah, I can see that being more difficult. Yeah. And so you know what I mean. And, and another part was like. If you saw a couple of times, like it'll like barely nick her head, and it would, it was a hitbox. It would, it was, it would trigger yeah. her or whatever, whatever. So hers was a little harder, right? Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, she the buzzer sounds. Uh, Brenda does not. She does get it. She does do it. But do, but it, but it's oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No. So she, you, did you guys actually get the Zenith VCR then? We got the Zenith VCR. Like she triggered it right as he went into the other room and then boom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. Literally got it with like at the last second. Yeah, because I saw on a wiki for the um for this particular episode that this is the first time that's ever happened. I guess so. At least you have that <laughs> uh, to put on your uh, yeah, yeah like first times ever for this show. Listen, he's already got beating a team by over three hundred right? well, points. I think. I think <laughs> there you go. You can Linda Garcia. You can put both of those things on your resume. Anyone in Hollywood will hire you from here on out. Clearly. Do you still have back pain from carrying your partner uh, throughout the episode? It was tough, man. It was real tough, man. It was real tough. Uh, so the one, the one thing you guys didn't get was for level three, the Scorcia level, you were going to get a uh, trip to Universal Studios Florida, the theme park you already live right next to. I bet you were really upset that about you're currently that. in. It's like currently it's, on the lot. They were literally going to walk in the back and go, here. It was the yeah. It's like, congratulations, you want a trip to where you're at right and now. The way they describe that hotel makes it sound like a budget resort. It was the star quality resort. And they were like, oh, known for its something, something. And uh, I, I don't know, it just made it sound like it was basically a Super 8 motel or something. Didn't they like say like some celebrities' names that had stayed there, but they were like older celebrities? Like, from yeah, yesteryear like Frank Sinatra or something oh, wow. yeah something like that <laughs> something like yeah. that Leaf Garrett stayed <laughs> here <laughs> once Paul Rubens uh, but... Lee Majors <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so that is uh is the episode um basically um anything else to add before we render our verdict uh gentlemen I don't I don't no, know if Ruben no. does he, he may uh, uh, I will say this. I would do it again. 
Hey, I want to give a shout out to my partner because, like, during the pandemic, she hit me up and was like, hey, I think we did a TV show together one time. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I got to, like, recreate, reconnect with her a couple years back. Oh, that's uh, really cool. Yeah. (laughs) That is really cool. Uh, Shout out. Shout out to everyone. And it it launched, that whole thing kind of launched my Nickelodeon life. So, I love it. Oh, nice. Well, hold on. Let me run this uh, bumper, and then we will we'll, we'll wrap it up. So here we go. All right. So, yeah. uh, gentlemen, all right. Should uh, Nick Arcade be remembered for all of human history, or tossed in the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? We'll start with Ruben. Not only should it be remembered, it should be revamped and brought back with current technology. And I think because we have esports now, they can make it even bigger. And I think that it would be a fun thing to do in general, bring back kids' game shows in general. Yeah. All right, I like that. All right, you hell. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything Ruben said. I would love to see it come back. It should definitely be remembered. Uh, like, like I said earlier, it really holds up. And I think you could easily, like Ruben was saying with, you know, using modern technology, you could easily, you know, market this to, to, to kids or even older. I mean, I would love to be on a modern, I, shit, I would go on, on nineties tech version of Nick Arcade today. Like, (laughs) right. Uh, yeah. What about you, Steve? Now that your vote matters, you're already outvoted. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, like I agree with you guys. I don't think there's anyone who actually watched this back in the day who probably didn't like it. I mean, because video games were hot back then and they've only gotten hotter. Uh, I mean, of course, like a few of the graphics need to be upgraded here and there. But, you know, at this point, they have their 90s charm. You can go on uh, Paramount Plus and uh, rewatch all these if you uh, so desire. Uh, but uh, for all those uh, reasons and more, Nick Arcade will be remembered. In accordance to Obscure to Now, the most important streaming YouTube podcast in all of the internet, you shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. All right. Well, that was uh, awesome. Uh, Ruben, thank you so much mm-hmm. for, uh, for coming by. I-, I can't believe it actually worked out. <laughs> hey, man, you caught me on one of my few days off. I say that like everybody's on strike right now, but hey, I appreciate you. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks a lot for joining, Ruben. It was a really, really nice meeting you. And, uh, man, it was so cool to hear all these stories. I, I wish I would have... Uh... Uh, known you were on the show back when I did my video. <laughs> so I could have interviewed you before. I mean, I never, <laughs> I never even knew you were on the show until I saw you. You posted like a picture, a screen grab of it on your Facebook. And I was like, oh man, he got to be on Nick Arcade, that lucky bastard. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, it all, it all worked out in the end, I'd yeah. say. Uh, is there anything you wanted to uh, promote before we sign off here? Listen, uh, hang out on my Instagram at I am Ruben Urban. I do cool things over there. But other than that, uh, please continue to watch Family Feud so I can send my kids to college. And that's about it. All right. Anything uh, else to add, Yahel, before we uh, sign off? 
Nope, just thanks again to uh, Ruben. Uh, really uh, made this episode uh, a lot more fun than it would have been with just Steve. You know how he is. Uh. <laughs> I'm a real drag. He's a fun guy. A real hard ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and by fun guy, he means an actual fungus, a mushroom. But, yes, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, thank you for listening or watching uh, wherever you are, and we will be back uh, next Sunday as we continue to unearth more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. We'll see See you next week. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.